Hey guys, it's Candace. Welcome to the vault. Yeah, I. It's your girl Chase in the building. You are now locked into the vault. So come sit back, relax, and come kick it with your girl. Hey, what's going on? It's your girl Chase. I see Hayes. It doesn't matter how you say it, long as that flavor stays in your mouth. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. I have officially been gone for the past two, two and a half weeks. Um, I have not been doing great with my episode uploads during this whole quarantine. And that should not be an excuse because we have had nothing to do but stay in the house. Um, But if you are listening to this, I thank you so much for um, choosing to listen to a podcast that hasn't been keeping up with you. And I do apologize for that. I, in the midst of this whole, um, quarantine have lost an uncle to the virus and, um, just a lot of other tragic things have happened and taken place. Um, that is not an excuse, obviously, for not doing my due diligence and my job for reporting news, keeping you entertained, and um, giving you something to smile about at the end of the week. But regardless of the facts, we are here. And um, before we start this podcast um, with the recent events that have taken place in America, I would like to have a moment of silence on your part while I read the list that we have. Um, I got this from uh, npr.org and it is a list of people, more specifically black people, who have been killed at the hands of the police. And it might not have all the names But I just want to give reverence to these names and to anyone who has been specifically killed in the, um, or been in the harm's way of police brutality. So while you stay silent, I will just read the names. My apologies if I do not read them correctly or pronounce them correctly. My apologies. Here we go. Eric Garner. John Crawford III, Michael Brown, Azelle Ford, Dante Parker, Michelle Sussex, Laquan McDonald, George Mann, Tanisha Anderson, Akai Gurley, Tamir Rice, Rumaine Brisbane, Jeremy Reed, Matthew Ajabid, Frank Smart, Natasha McKenna, Tony Robinson, Anthony Hill, Maya Hall, Philip White, Eric Harris, Walter Scott, William Chapman II, Alexia Christian, Brendan Glenn, Victor Manuel La Rosa, Jonathan Sanders, Freddie Blue, Joseph Mann, Salvador Ellswood, Sandra Bland, Albert Joseph Davis, Darius Stewart, Billy Ray Davis, Samuel DuBose, Michael Sabi, Brian Keith Day, Christian Taylor, Troy Robinson, Assams Farrow 
Farrell Manley, Felix Coomey, Keith Harrison McLeod, Junior Prosper, Lamontez Jones, Patterson Brown, Dominic Hutchinson, Anthony Ashford, Alonzo Smith, Tyree Crawford, India Kagerg, Levante Biggs, Michael Lee Marshall, Jamar Clark, Richard Perkins, Nathaniel, um, Richard Perkins, Nathaniel Harris Pickett, Benny Lee Tigner, Miguel Espinal, Michael Knoll, Kevin Matthews, Betty Jones, Quintonio Legier, Keith Sojus Jr., Janet Wilson, Randy Nelson, Antroni Scott, Wendell Celestin, David Joseph, Colleen Ruckmore, Deshaun Perkins, Christopher Davis, Marco Loud, Peter Gaines, Tori Robinson, Darius Robinson, Kevin Hicks, Mary Trexello, Demarcus Samir, Willie Tillman Kutcher, Willie Tillman, my apologies, Terrell Thomas, Sylvie Smith, Alton, Alton Sterling, Philandro Castile, Terrence Crutcher, or Crutcher, Paul O'Neill, Alteria Woods, Jordan Edwards, Aaron Bailey, Ronald Foster, Stephon Clark, Antoine Rose II, Botham Jean, Pamela Turner, Botham Jean Pamela Turner, Dominique Clayton, Atiana Jefferson, Christopher Whitfield, Christopher McCovery, Eric Reason, Michael Lorenzo Dean, Brianna Taylor, and George Floyd. As I said, not all names were mentioned because I know there are a bunch, a bunch more. But um, these are the names that I have seen on this list. And um, yeah, it says underneath, the rate of which black Americans are killed by police is more than twice as high as the rate of white Americans. This is a non-comprehensive list of deaths at the hand of police in the United States since Eric Garner's death in July 2014. But we all know things have happened before 2014. Um, we know people were killed um, before that. We have names that we know that obviously I know Sean, but I can't remember his last name right now. But <sighs> it has been a very hard two weeks not as hard as those recent three men Ahmad, Sean and George who have lost their lives to this to the police brutality but it's been hard and I know that every time we have a tragedy we always say you know Thoughts and prayers, peace and love, cover the uh, family of the the ones that we lost, have they have them be protected. And I was speaking with my uh, friend Fabrice today, 
And, you know, we recognize together that I'm not too sure. I don't have that great of a memory of like, you know, history before me being born and all that stuff. But I have not seen the United States come together in a protest myself while I have been alive. That every state has had protest, not only about George Floyd, but about all the thousand innocent of people who have been murdered under the hands of the same people that we are supposed to be feel we're supposed to feel protected by the whole entire United States and it doesn't stop there the world there are countries protesting about their issues and also including the issues of police brutality in the United States of America. These are unprecedented times. These are very sad times. We have lost thousands upon thousands of lives to um, the coronavirus, more politically termed COVID-19. We have lost mothers, grandmothers, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, and all those in between. It has been something that some of us are unable to comprehend all at once. I have two friends who work at a hospital and they well, one of them more specifically, because they worked in transport, and transport is when you transport patients from different rooms, different floors to get services done in the hospital. And they also have to transport transport bodies to the morgue. And on one Saturday afternoon, I believe, she had started her shift at three. She started, she stated that between I believe between six and nine o'clock, 11 people had died from the virus. 11 people. That's just within a couple hours on one day. In a month, we had three visual killings of our black brothers being slaughtered. Two at the hand of the police, one at the hand of racists. I'm not sure if these protests will do something in our world. I am uncertain if things will change. I cannot tell the future. I do not know the future. All I can hope 
and pray for. Are no longer having days when I wake up to a video of someone's son or daughter being killed for breathing, for jogging, for playing in the park, for standing on the corner, for taking a left turn down a road. There's many other countless ways that our people have been killed by the hands of the men and women in blue. But the rest of us, it is up to us to try to implement a change, to try to protect who we are, to try to make sure that we live past the days they feel like they were allowed to give us. Killing is wrong. Altogether, no ends, ends, or buffs, buts about it. You are not God. You do not have the say, the when and the where of when it is time to take another person's life. It doesn't matter if you're a police officer, doesn't matter if you're a fireman, doesn't matter if you're a butcher, doesn't matter if you're a seamstress, no matter if you're a chef, or if you're a child messing with things that you're not supposed to, or no matter if you are just angry at the world and want to unleash it on everybody you know, you have no right to take anyone's life. No right. The only time and the last resort should be for this time when you are in self-defense, when you have no option and no other way to escape except for killing someone who is attacking you. If you are not in that situation, you have no grounds to take an innocent life. Let justice be served the way it needs to be. But you have no shape or form of taking life. You are not God. He will take care of them the way he sees and I know that we are all human and we all have our human nature and we all have our radical behavior that lives within all of us. And that's why it's called common sense. And not everybody has it or obtains it, but sometimes you have to use it. I am not going to say 
that I am not hurt, that I am not saddened by hearing of another person's death. Granted, I may not have known them personally, but anyone who can watch a video through and watch a person's life slowly drain from them, watch the life drain out of their face, and then say, well, they shouldn't have blankety, blankety, blank. You're a sick bastard. You are a sick bastard. We try every day as a race to do better, be better, try better, give back. And it just seems like the more we do, the less recognition we get. As you guys know, or if you don't know, I am on TikTok. I have a TikTok account. If you would like to follow me, my name is C-H-A-Y-E-S-I-N-C, a.k.a. Chase Inc., like Chase Incorporated. Um, I am at 14,100 followers as of right now. Those numbers don't matter to me. It just shows the outreach that I have. The reason why my numbers skyrocketed is because I've made a video about Black Lives Matter. In the video, if you have not already seen it, I do lose my cool, I lose my temper. But in the video, the statements go as follow. Of course humans matter. Of course, all lives matter. But in this time, and when I said that, I mean in this day and age, and it has been forever, black people's lives have not mattered. 400 years of oppression And that's not talking about from 1865, like some people want to get a little smart in the comments and say, that's um, since, you know, we've been brought over. 400 years of oppression with June 19th, 1865 being the day that slavery was abolished completely and ended. With that, I stated that slavery did not end, it just changed its form. In that, I mean, no, we do not have to serve a master no more. But if we don't do things the way you want us to do, they are still severe repercussions. I then followed in saying... That it's not your life on the line. That all of our lives matter, but black people's lives need to matter 
My life matters. My brothers and sisters matter. So stop talking all that dumb ish. We getting killed every day, not you. Now, people wanted to take that and make literal term of words with that. I mean, read it and say it word by word, line by line and say, not everybody gets killed every day. Only nine blacks were killed in this past year while the police unarmed. You're stating a fact as if that makes that any better. Why, why was there even nine in the first place? White people are killed more by the police than black people are. Someone in the comments wrote back, well, yes, of course, if there's a higher rate of white population, of course they're going to get killed more by police. That still doesn't mean anything. Okay. A user on TikTok, I think his name's Nick, some, Nick something, took my video and only focused on the part that I said no one's caring about us and said, well, turn on your TV. They're doing it right now. Had Nick looked at the date that I posted that, I posted that a short amount of days after George Floyd had passed away. Before the protest had reached the maximum height that they have reached. In his comments, people were calling me a coon and the N-word and um, making it very, very clear that I was just a fat, obese black woman who had no intelligence and didn't know what she was speaking of. They came over from his comment section into mine. The video of me stating all this stuff has been seen over 300,000 times with over 5,000 comments. Majority of the comments, very positive, very loving, very supportive. The rest, very racist, very bigoted, very prejudiced, weight, weightist, if, if it, you know, fat shaming. Um, and just ignorant, just ignorant. There are people who are fighting back and forth in comments and set forth videos that I have made going forth, um, responding to certain comments in those videos. One video that I made and it came up to my brain and I, you know, I thought about it and I said, you know, I need to ask the people this. Have you ever went throughout the day if you are Caucasian and thought, I'm white. Have you went to uh, go through the airport through TSA and thought, I'm white. Have you walked into a restaurant and thought, I'm white. Have you ever been in a unsettling situation and thought, I'm white. Have you applied for a job application and thought about, hmm, I don't know, I'm white. Have you ever been in a room where you were the only Caucasian person there and had to worry if anybody was looking at you as if you stole something If your skin color 
has never been on your mind day in and day out. You cannot understand the heaviness it is to be a person of color in the United States of America. Everywhere I go, everything I do, I think about the color of my skin. So when people say stop making things about race, what would you like me to make it about? This country was systematically built on making everything about race. We were written in their books to be three-fifths of a human. Three-fifths of a human. That is what this country looked at us as. Three-fifths of a human. I went on live today on TikTok. And of course, people came in with their ignorant and their ignorance and their racist and one woman or man said stop judging and blaming me for my ancestors doings with that i replied if no one <clears throat> if no one continued the wrongdoings of your soul said ancestors, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. If somebody in your family, if one of your friends is racist, prejudiced, biggest, whatever they are, and you stand there silent and don't say anything to correct them, my good woman and sir, you are also racist, prejudiced, and bigoted. Your silence means you agree with them. If you don't stand up for something, you will, f you, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I think that the, it's, if you, will if you don't stand up for something, you will fall for anything. Martin Luther King says, I can't quote unquote, but it is one of my favorite lines because I always get them mixed up. Um, he says, in the end, it is not the words of my enemies, but the silence of my friends. It does not matter if a white person calls me a coon, calls me a nigger which I was called a lot of that today, which honestly, I've never been called a nigger. I can tell you that right now. I've never been called a nigger, but you know, it happens. Um, and a, a fat monkey uh, being told, your shirt looks nice. Is it made of cotton? Did you pick it yourself? Um, being told, I bet a grape soda would silence you. Being told these people just want to be a victim. Being called a black. From one video that I posted crying out 
for justice and help and breaking this corrupt system. I was called every racial name and term in the book, but you think that people are color of color are the issue. That's what's the part that amazes me. You spew nothing but hate towards us. But when we ask for you to just be slightly open-minded, just for you to take your ignorant ears off and put a helping hand on, okay? Just for you to just take it in and just feel and sit in it for a second. Because you know how degrading and how uncomfortable you would feel like we feel every day, you don't want to do it. We ask you for help to be our allies. You say, for what? We all watch the same news. We all have the same social medias. There is no way in hell you're going to tell me. Well, if he, well, if she, if a woman is laying in her bed with her man, in a bunch of untagged, unmarked, citizen dress people run into their house with guns drawn. Is the man not supposed to protect him and his woman? No. So it's okay that they shot and killed that woman. Okay. Is it okay that when a young couple young college students get in their car to leave from a peaceful protest that has turned violent. Instead of asking what's going on, instead of asking, did you just hit an officer? Instead of just asking or instead of just letting them leave like everyone else, you automatically assumed, didn't have the correct facts, but assumed they had did something to a police officer when they were driving very slowly away might I add last time I checked if I ran over a cop I'm bolting I'm butting out of there okay but um you yanked and tased a young girl out of the car you tased a young man in the car giving him seizures and yet was pulling and yanking him to get out the car Okay. A woman was in her house with her nephew. You get a wellness call. A wellness call is to check on the welfare of anyone who has not been seen nor heard from in a household. Someone stated that the front door was open and it was dark in the house. Instead of being careful, you flash lights inside the house when everyone knows you cannot see inside of any place dark with light. It takes away any figures you're trying to see, especially through glass. All you're going to do is get a reflection of yourself back. 
She went to open the drapes to find out who was letting light into the home she was in while watching her nephew and you shot her to death. A young man jogging. Racist men thought, can't have this black man running around here. Shot him dead. A young boy walking from the corner store with Skittles and Arizona tea in hand and was harassed by <laughs> the watch police of the community. Not even real police, mind you. And he took matters in his own hand and took his life. But once again, we make ourselves the victims. Hmm. Okay. That makes so much sense. To everyone, my brothers and my sisters, to my allies who are with us, who see us, who stand with us, I love you. I appreciate you. You are a light in God's eyes. I will not say that I agree with the looting and the rioting. The looting does not make sense to me. All you're doing is giving them probable cause to keep doing what they're doing to us. And stereotyping us even more. And we have to be smart. We all know that they are sending in government troops to start breaking windows and buildings and stuff. We all know that some of the stores are hiring people to break into the store so they can get an insurance claim on it to get money for free. Do not fall into what people are doing. Just because you see someone breaking a window to go into a store, you don't need to follow them. You don't need to steal from them. As we say time and time and time again, if you want to show America where its funds and its amount of money comes from, stop putting your money in their pockets and put it in your fellow brothers and sisters. Buy black. As much black as you can, you buy it. It doesn't matter if you need it or not in your household, you buy it. If it's a black person making facial cleansers and makeup and stuff like that, you buy it. If it's somebody who builds furniture out of trees, you buy it. If it's someone who makes their own customized sneakers, you buy it. If you want to stop people you need to put it in perspective to them that you are in control. The one thing that you can do, the one control that you have is what you buy. Do not put money in their pockets any longer. 
As Killer Mike did in a documentary, he tried to live 24 hours black. That means only eating from black people restaurants made and grown by black people. If the ingredients and farm food came from a white farm, he could not eat it because it was not grown by black people. If there was a hotel, he could not sleep in it because there was no black owned hotel. So he had to sleep on the street. If there was no black pharmacy, he could not go inside. If there was no black this, if there was no black that, you get my point. I watched that documentary at Killer Mike and realized, why did we stop being us? Was it because the other companies were buying us out because they serviced us more than our own selves? People, we have to realize there was a time when you couldn't do nothing but live in blackness your dentist was black your teacher was black your schools were black your chefs were black your restaurants were black your pharmacies were black everything was black because we were segregated and we needed something for ourselves what happened to those companies what happened to those people where did it go if we do for ourselves again, if we segregate ourselves again, if there is another um, Jim Crow, if there's another Jim Crow law put in right now today, how long are we going to last? If you could only eat and breathe and sleep black, how long would you last? Now, me, myself, I am not a cook. I'm not a chef. I'm not a black creator um, in the sense of anything business-wise. Um, so I have personally nothing to author. But I know there's so many black-owned restaurants in Massachusetts. There's so many black-owned clothing. So there's so many black-owned things that I believe we just look over because they're kind of hard to get to. And so we don't go to it. We just go to the easy stuff, you know, Target, Walmart, and all that other stuff. But even inside Target and Walmart, there's black-owned companies. That young, beautiful black woman, I mean, black girl, she makes, um, what is it, lemonade? I think it's called Honey Something. You have so many different black-owned skincare lines inside of Target and Walmart. There's so many black owned things inside of these stores. So granted, Walmart and Target are going to still get their money because they have it in their stores. But you can still just buy black in a regular store. You know, I try my best to do so. I try my best to do so. We just have to do better as a people when it comes to supporting each other. Because we do it to ourselves in our own community. And that's another story for another day. But we do. We hate each other in our own community. And that needs to stop. Whether it's light skin against dark skin. Men against women. Skinny against big. It doesn't matter. We need to stop that. We need to support as much as we possibly can people. 
The reason why people who shout all lives matter, and yes, all lives matter, but the black ones really, the black and brown ones really need, really need our help now. Um, and the people who are saying, it's on TV, that's all I'm seeing on my timeline, it's on TV, blah, blah, blah. This is the first time it's been nationalized like this. Where there's protests everywhere, so you can't escape it. You can't escape what it feels like to be oppressed. You can't escape the view of a of, of an that's the problem. They can't escape the view of an oppressed person because they cannot escape the view of an oppressed person. They hate it. They don't want to see it anymore. It's making them uncomfortable. Well, how do you think we feel from birth? You've been getting it for the past, what, week and a half? We've been doing and dealing with this forever. So let's keep making you feel uncomfortable. Let's keep pushing it down your throat. Let's keep pushing it in front of your face. I want you to feel it. I want you to see it. I want every single piece of hate ever spewed at anyone to be put and felt in your spirit. And maybe then, by God, maybe by then, you will understand the hurt and the pain that we feel. Maybe you'll understand why we go through what we go through. Maybe you'll get it in your small-minded brains, what it is to be oppressed and to be subjugated to be nothing to you white racist people. They said to us, why are you yelling? Why are you protesting? Why are you screaming everywhere? We get it. You want to live. We get it. Why are you doing this? Why are you looting? Why are you rioting? There's more peaceful ways to do it. Well, guess what? We were kneeling during your precious national anthem. We were kneeling. You hated it. It went against what you believed. It went against your precious flag. It went against and disrespected any person in the military. I guess y'all forgot black people fought in the military too. I guess you forgot our grandfathers and great grandfathers were in the war with you. Vietnam, World War One, World War Two. You forgot the Korean War. You forgot. You forgot that our ancestors were there too. Or did they get killed so close to being the front of the line to protect your white asses that you just couldn't remember? They fought for our rights too. They fought for our country and our freedom too. They fought for your freedom and you still wouldn't let them vote. So when we kneeled, we kneeled for our great, great, great grandparents and grandparents before them. 
We kneeled for our ancestors. We kneeled for our fathers and our mothers and sisters and brothers. We kneeled for our cousins and aunties and uncles. We kneeled for our friends. We kneeled for every single one. Every single person that had been a target of police brutality. We kneel for every single person has been targeted because of skin of their the color of their skin. We kneel for any stop and risk person that had to get punched in their ribs, punched in the side because they looked like someone. We kneel for any person who had mistaken identity put against them. We kneeled for every child who cried for their mother while they bled to death. We kneeled for all of our ancestors who traveled on the boats next to each other to the point they could not breathe. We kneeled for the ship. We kneeled for the ship of slaves that overturned and drowned themselves knowing they could not swim because they'd rather die in the depths of the oceans than be beat and raped and killed by the hand of their oppressors. That's what we kneeled for. For you to see us for who we are, people just like you. But you had an issue with that. You had a problem with that. You did not like the fact that we closed our mouths, shut our minds, and had a moment of silence to ourselves. You hated it. You hated it to the point that you blackballed a man from his career for doing nothing but kneeling. He could have sat. He could have laid down. He could have not came out the terminal at all. But for respect for the black brothers and sisters who have fought for our country, they and he, Colin Kaepernick, kneeled. But in your eyes, it was disrespectful to the military and to your flag and to America. For all those who have fought for us, it was disrespectful to you. So now... When um, we decide to turn our voices up and we decide to yell and scream and be loud like the stereotypes that you gave us, it's even a bigger issue for us. So damn if we do, damn if we don't. You hate when niggas speak. Cool. Because now we're not going to be silenced. Now we're going to continue talking as much as we want. No more will we be turned away or deterred because of your whiny ass not giving a damn about us. You wouldn't have a country without indigenous people, without Native Americans. You tricked them, gave them the smallpox, any pox, all the pox, all the diseases in the world you gave them. Killed them off, gained their trust, and then disrespected them. Pushed them to the side, only gave them partial land to land that they already owned by right of them. Then Atlantic trade slave, you brought us over and um, you whipped, you beat, you sold, you stole, you killed And you raped and lynched. 
and hung us and killed us and took away our structure of family. One major reason why black fathers do not stay around today is because the white man took our fathers away from us when we were younger to build better slaves at other homelands for other masters. The reason why the black woman is mad today because she had to watch her love and her mate get taken away and sold or beat or killed. The reason why black children are angry today because they had to watch their mothers get raped and beat and their fathers sold and killed. We were nothing but play toys for you. Slave children were slave pets for white children. White women hated us because your man raped us. Imagine that, being mad at another woman because your man rapes them. Hmm. Blasphemy, isn't it? You hated our hair because it stood up towards the sun, because it grew, because it was beautifully curled. You told us to cover it, and we did graciously and beautifully. You hated when we spoke back to you. You hated it when we had our own minds and our own thoughts and our own privilege. You hated sharing water hoses and water bubblers and schools and buses you hated sharing an education with us you hated sharing an office space you hated shitting in the same place that we shit you hated the fact that we reverenced the god that you presented on us and i believe in god now but we all we all know the history and you bombed our churches over and over and over again even took the life of four little girls you burned our houses you bombed our houses you took it upon yourself to lie to have a young boy tortured and killed all night You took it upon yourselves to think, you know, we don't know who murdered these young white girls. So we're just going to take a 14 year old and just electrocute him. Yes, these are things that have happened in the past, but it's so crazy. It doesn't sound like it's in the past at all. We all know what happened to that man a few years ago in Texas when he got beat up and killed by white men and was dragged alive by a truck down a dirt road. We know about the teenager who was left rolled up in a gym mat in high school and his organs were missing, but his body was stuffed with newspaper. We know about Sandra Bland who only was pulled over because she didn't take a left turn with the left signal on, but somehow killed herself while in custody, amazing. 
So history repeats itself over and over again if we just let the racists and the bigots keep going. And now I'm not going to sit here and keep going and keep going because I know whoever is listening to this podcast has probably turned it off by now if they are racist. They don't want to hear and believe that uh, we don't get our way because they see us playing basketball. They play us, they see us playing football and golf and tennis. They see us in um, uh, uh, being a presidents and being governors and mayors and selectmen. They see us thriving in certain departments and they go, you aren't oppressed. You aren't stagnant. We gave you the freedom to do all things. Look at you, you're thriving. Those were the lucky ones. But what about the rest of us? And even the lucky ones. The president of the United States being questioned by the current, whatever you want to call him of the United States, if he was even born here. Never question any other president, but you questioned if this one was born here. Because he is half black. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. A young lady in a TikTok video that I seen. Who's white. Who believes black lives matter. At the end of her rant, she said a statement that took me and said, do not be mad that there is a movement. Be happy you don't have to make one. And that is a true statement. If you don't have to make a movement for yourself, that means you're, you're doing grand. Will you have to make something for yourself to depart from others so that way you have your own identity? It sucks to feel like that. But here you are, thriving, while black and brown lives suffer. And we also have to stand for our fellow Hispanics, um, Latinas and Latinas, with these ICE detention centers that are still holding children, still holding adults in these cages. And now they're spraying some type of chemicals around these ICE detentions and they are wearing gas masks because of it and they are poisoning and killing the people in these detention centers if you like to call it that way or cages and then we hear that there are some people who are out here protesting and some organizer or some person was giving them poisoned water bottles with antifreeze in it crazy so if you continue to protest protect your skin protect your eyes um these rubber bullets they're still bullets a young man lost his eye because of it a young lady had a rubber bullet lodged in the middle of her head they still do damage to you wear your goggles make sure your skin is covered Bring your own water bottles and snacks and fight for your justice and freedom. 
But when things get chaotic and I have seen protests that they, they just sit there and mind their business and the police come up to them and spray them in the face with mace and they throw tear gas or fireworks. Just please be safe, protect yourself. And if it starts getting crazy, walk away. It is better than losing an eye. It is better than not being knocked unconscious. And police brutality is not just against black people. We know that. We want all police brutality to stop. We want law enforcement to be taken seriously. There's no rhyme or reason while it takes eight years for you to become a lawyer to learn and defend the law than it takes a police officer a year and a half to learn and execute the law. That literally makes no sense. There needs to be more mental tests done. There has to be a psychological test done. There has to be something done and have them tested in certain situations, giving them a certain exam on what to do and how to do when they need to be in a certain, like, I don't know. They need to do some type of different training camp because this is ridiculous. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for your time. No, there's no... Questions with Chase. There is no um, what happened this week. I wanted this to be dedicated to everyone. We have to come together and do better. We have to. And we also have to come together and protect each other. I love you. No matter who you are. Whether you hate me because of the color of my skin, whether you hate me because of my gender, whether you hate me because of my size, I don't know, but I love you. I love you who love me. We may be in the last days of our time. And if that is true, have mercy on everyone's soul. I would like to end this with a small prayer. If you could bow your head and close your eyes. Father, we come to you today praying for your help and your blessings and mercies in our world. Let this be heard by any ver- any voice, by any person. Let the protesters be protected Let them protest unharmed. Let them go home to their families peacefully, Father. Please cover anyone, anyone who has been killed, hurt, and subjected to any police brutality unwarranted by them. Please cover the police officers who do good in their community, who serve and protect well. Please keep the world in your hands. Cover us with your grace and mercy. Let us walk in the way that you have shown us. You are the truth and the light. We will follow you. You gave us the word to follow by. We praise your name. We give you thanks for waking up every day 
Pray for the ones who have lost someone recently. Pray for the ones who have lost someone during this coronavirus. I'm praying for the ones who have lost jobs, who are without, who are running low. I pray that they make it some way, somehow. Keep everyone covered in the name of Jesus. I pray to you. To all who are listening to my voice, pray for them, Father God. Cover them. Cover their families. And Father, if you have time, please cover and protect me and mine. To all those underneath the sound of my voice, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' holy name, we pray together. Amen. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for just being present with me during this time. I truly do appreciate it. Until next time, guys, I'll talk to you later.